Psalm 137, verses 1 to 5. By the rivers of Babylon we sat and wept when we remembered Zion. There on the poplars we hung our harps. For there our captors asked us for songs. Our tormentors demanded songs of joy. They said, Sing us one of your songs of Zion. How can we sing the songs of the Lord while in a foreign land? If I forget you, O Jerusalem, may my right hand forget its skill. I am a little fearful of uh, uh, lunging into the story of the first invasion and destruction of Jerusalem, but it's so central to the Old Testament. Mm -hmm. And the story also can be, I think, uh, mishandled by people like me uh, if we do a direct parallel between uh, what happened there, the, the, the abandonment the people walking away from God and, and God inviting them back into relationship and then come back and go and come back. And it starts with David and his, his sin with Bathsheba and the murder of her husband Uriah. Uh, his own family starts to disintegrate. Uh, it, takes its, uh, it, it gets to Absalom. But here's what I write about uh, uh, doing a direct comparison of what's going on in our own world with what was going uh, on um, in, 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 in Jerusalem, in Israel, 2,500 years ago. Uh, when we survey the landscape of our own times, I write, we seem to live as if the tragedy described by Jeremiah could never happen to us. But are we right? The citizens of Jerusalem believed that God could protect them from all their enemies, but a sense of invulnerability led to their casual abandonment of honoring God with their lives. Now, all I am doing is saying no history. Mm -hmm. uh, even a country as strong, as powerful as, as the center of the civilized universe uh, in our lifetimes but even a place like this can has a huge vulnerability uh, because if it abandons God as you know and, and, and it replaces it with something else, uh, sometimes when that happens, all bets are off. Yeah, you use that word vulnerability. Um, I think there's a there's a collective awareness that really we're only ever one generation away from total abandonment of God. And, you know, I sense that insecurity or anxiety in our culture right now, things are moving so fast, things are changing so fast that there's a real anxiety. I think in some of the older generations thinking, Oh my goodness, this next generation could wipe away the whole thing. And, um, I'm aware of that. And I also think what's lacking in that anxiety is a greater urgency than to disciple and to train and to preach the gospel to the next generation. I get a little frustrated when I hear the older generations complain about the younger generations instead of saying, whoa, this whole thing could be wiped away in one generation. We got to get busy. We got to get discipling. We have to get spreading the word. And um, that to me, it heightens the call. Um, of what we're doing here. Yes, I think that the uh, the the church itself, and, and I'm not going to get into any particular church, um, but 
not too long ago, um, Colin Powell, a great man, was laid to rest at, um, at what's it called? The um, Washington Cathedral, which is mm-hmm. really an Episcopal church, mm-hmm. but a, a, a large one. It's not quite finished. Um, but I, I sense kind of a triumphalism uh, in the service, uh, pageantry rather than Christ. Hmm. And it, it bothered me. Uh, hmm. I didn't watch the whole thing, but everybody seemed so, I don't, I don't care what politicians, Republican, Democrat, hmm. they seem so self-satisfied hmm. and uh, smug and not particularly humble in any way. And just in their appearances, the clothes, it was almost like they think they're you know part of the pageantry that you get in England when in a right. great event or a great person dies. And really, you know, the the point of Christianity is not pageantry; it's Christ. Right, and, and I would say, yeah, uh, I'd put another word on it than pageantry, which is nationalism. I didn't watch the service, but I think I can picture it. And you know, nationalism appears so strong, and it appears so powerful, but really, it's it's a really pathetic imitation of what the promise of the kingdom of God offers. And I, I'm sensitive to that too. And, you know, we're talking about the gospel being wiped away in just one generation. There's lots of different ways it could go. It could go from to secularism, it could go to atheism, wokeism, but also to nationalism. You know, the, the, the gospel could be co-opted into that too, or all of the above. I think that's probably what we're experiencing yeah, right now. Definitely. Yeah. 